Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you're connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord and with ourselves as brethren. Thank you so much, esteemed Mr. Makama, for the opportunity to lead today's prayers. <clears throat> esteemed family, the prayer point is posted on the chat room, and today we're praying for leaders. Our scripture is taken from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. The King James says, I saw therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercessions and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. But we're going to pray for leaders and all those in positions of authority. We we'll pray that through the guidance of the Spirit, they will institute favorable policies and developments and developmental, developmental initiatives that will benefit the citizens of, of our city, state and country. Esteemed from let's kind of go ahead and meet our mic and speak in other tongues fervently. Thank 
Heavenly Father, we thank you for your love, for your greatness, for your kindness, for your mercy, Lord God, and for your grace, O God. Father, we declare that our leaders who are favorable towards the practition of the gospel. Zila and we declare that our leaders, oh God, are God-fearing, hallelujah. Our leaders, oh God, are walking consistently with the will of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, they continually walk with wisdom, oh God, hallelujah. Lord God, we pray for all those in position of authority, oh God. We declare that through the guidance of the Spirit, that we institute favorable policies, oh God, that will benefit their citizens, oh God. In the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, we give you praise, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, for answers prayers oh god from jesus new pray amen hallelujah thank you so much esteem samakama for the opportunity to lead thank you esteem family for being a part of this intercessory prayers and thank you for the changes you're causing all around the world i also want to thank the prayer team for their sacrifice and labor of love god bless you richly and right now can you hand over to the priest for their worship thank you Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Lord, we give you praise. Hallelujah, glory to your name, oh God. Everlasting Father, we adore you. In one accord, we honor your majesty. Lord, we bless you all of our days with a lifting of our hands to your name. We proclaim that you are great. Oh, holy, you are worthy, you are. Great King of glory, loving and kind, matchless and great, Christ our Lord. Oh, holy you are, worthy you are, great King of glory. Loving and kind, much less and great, Christ alone, creator of all things, imminent in wisdom, King of glory, God of wonders, great is your power. Christ alone, oh, holy you are, worthy you are, great King of glory. You are loving and kind, matchless and great, Christ alone. Creator of all things, imminent in wisdom, King of glory. 
God of wonders, great is your power. Christ the Lord, oh, we stand in of you. We proclaim your greatness and graciousness, Lord, singing of your failing love and your mighty deeds. Oh, what love, so much grace that you have shown to us. Great are you, Lord, forevermore. Oh, holy you are, worthy you are, great King of glory. You are loving and kind, much less and great, Christ alone. Creator of all things, imminent in wisdom, King of glory. You are the God of wonders, great is your power, Christ our Lord. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. Hallelujah, 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 blessed be your name. Oh, God, my mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all day long. Hallelujah, 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 blessed be your name. Oh, God, my mouth is filled with your praise. And with your glory all day long. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Blessed be your name. Oh, holy you are, worthy you are, great King of glory. Loving and kind, much less than great, Christ our Lord, creator of all things, imminent in wisdom, King of glory, God of wonders, great is your power. Christ alone, my mouth is filled with your praise, with your glory all day long. Hallelujah, 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 blessed be your name. Oh God, my mouth is filled with your praise. And with your glory all day long. 
Thank you, Heavenly Father. A mouth filled with your praise. I praise you for who you are. Praise you for what you do. No one compares to you. Your God, forever and ever, for eternity, you remain our God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise in the mighty and matchless name. another time of devotion today is the 21st of august it's a monday and the lord thank you for that time of worship and thank you to the prayer team if you're looking at the screen the rhapsody of realities article is there and we are going to be reviewing it together. Being baptized into Christ is the time. Among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Find that in sorry. sorry, you're on. Audio keep go is keep going off and on. Okay, just a second. Confirm if it is better now. I just switched data. Okay, it's clear more. It's clear. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. All right. Um so I'll just take it again. Today, Monday, um, 21st of August, um, the title of today's devotional article, and the article is on the screen, by the way, and we are actually supposed to be reading together as much as possible. But of course, if you are driving, focus on your driving. Being baptized into Christ is the title of today's devotional article. Colossians 1.27 is our opening scripture, to whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Praise God. The first thing that happens when you come to Christ or receive eternal life is that you are baptized or immersed into Christ. Paul captures it vividly in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17 when he said, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. 
Behold, all things are become new. Therefore, to be in Christ is to be born into Christ. Or to be born into Christ is to be recreated. You are now a new person in Christ. This first experience is when the Holy Spirit receives you into him. Just as the Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 13. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free. This is the new birth, being born again, praise God. I think it was the, the is he recreating your world? When Pastor was um trying to differentiate. No, no, no. It was one of it was the books on the Holy Spirit, and he was um differentiating the being born into the spirit and having the spirit come upon us. And this is one article that um tries to teach that in a summary. And it really matters that we understand these things so that we know um what has happened for us and what it means. Oh, he also did that in recreating your world introduction. Okay, thank you, Brother Bruno. Yeah, so because um knowledge is very, very important in our work with God. So he just described for us the process of being um of being received into the Holy Spirit. That is being born into the Holy Spirit. That's what he just described for us. Now he says the second part of the verse refers to the second experience. Excuse me. And have been all made to drink into one spirit. This is receiving the Holy Spirit to dwell in you. To become one with him in the same body. You find that in 1 Corinthians 6, 17 and John 7, 37 to 39. Receiving him is a separate experience that follows the first experience. On the day of Pentecost, for example, the disciples were born again and also received the Holy Spirit to dwell in them on, the, on that same occasion. The same experience happens to many people today. Immediately they are born again, they receive the Holy Spirit, but this isn't always the case. In Acts 19, for example, the Apostle Paul encountered some disciples in Ephesus and asked them if they had been if they had received the Holy Spirit since they believed. They replied that they hadn't even heard that there was such that there was a Holy Spirit. So for some individuals, there might be a period of waiting, maybe due to a lack of knowledge about the Holy Spirit and his ministry in the saints, like these disciples Paul encountered in Ephesus. The Apostle Paul himself received Christ and was born again on the road to Damascus, but received the Holy Spirit after three days when Ananias, a disciple of Damascus, came to him and laid hands on him. Acts 9, 9 11 and verse 17. So being born again is actually being baptized into the Holy Ghost, into Christ and into God. Wow, that's such a lot of words in one statement. 
being born again is actually being baptized into the Holy Ghost, into Christ and into God. If you understand that statement, <laughs> no evil shall befall you in this life. John refers to it as being in God. Ayah. Being in God and distinguishes that from he in you. 1 John 4 and verse 15. Much as Paul the Apostle distinguishes being in Christ, which begins at the new birth, from Christ in you, which evidently is initiated when you receive the Holy Spirit into you. 2 Corinthians 5, 17, Colossians 1 and verse 27. You know that um, um, they say different strokes for different people. And um, today, today's Rhapsody of Realities is, is a kind of informative reminder about who you are and especially what happened Many of us here, if not all of us, are born again, already in Christ. And sometimes you go through a process without even realizing what you went through. So these two experiences, um, I want to believe that every one of us have been through it. The first one is being born into Christ, being born into the Holy Ghost, right? Remember that the Holy Ghost is the one that is acting on behalf of Christ in the earth. He told his disciples, he said, I'm going to the Father, but I'm going to send you an Alos Paracletos, which is another one like me. Another one exactly like me. I'm going to send him to you. And he will be to you everything that I was to you. Jesus was their teacher. He became their teacher. Jesus was their comforter. Remember the day that Jesus went to Peter's house. Peter's mother-in-law was sick. And he brought comfort to that home almost immediately because the Bible says he took her by the hand and then she stood up and the fever disappeared. So Jesus was their comforter. He was their, their um, counselor. They knew that they would always get it right because they had the counselor with them. Jesus was always their standby. There was literally nowhere that they were that Jesus wasn't there and they were also with Jesus. So they had enjoyed all this ministry with the Lord Jesus. And then now he said he was going. They were heartbroken. But he told them, he said, don't worry. The one that is coming. Though he was one, they were not going to see with their physical eyes as they would see Jesus. But he was everything that Jesus was to them. And that same spirit of God, since the day he came, he has not left the earth. He was waiting for you and I to be born. And on that very day, he gloriously filled us. We were born into him and he was he came to live in us. And you see, these are two experiences. Some people call it um, um, salvation and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. You know, um, some call it salvation and sanctification. You know, different doctrines across different ministries. But two important things. You are born into him and then he comes to live in you. And if you are here, it matters that you have experienced both. Because... 
to be born into him is the process of salvation. This is when you receive Christ. This is when you are you you you, you this is when you 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 know you say the prayer of salvation. You take um you know that prayer and you are born into the family of God. You know that many of you um probably you um have been at home when your mom had a baby or maybe you had a baby or maybe somebody around you had a baby and they say ah um sister so so and so or mommy so so and so is coming back from the hospital today today she has given birth and then you know different people come to the house to say hello to her so what has happened is that that baby has been born into the family so that's just like you when you got born again then the day you receive the Holy Spirit to come and live inside of you. That's the second experience. And this was that experience that the disciples had at Pentecost when he said that the Spirit of God descended like a dove. Not He's not a dove. He descended like a dove. He descended the way a dove would descend. And pastor has corrected this again and again. The Holy Spirit is not a dove. And the Bible is not, it's not, um, it's not um, difficult to understand the Bible. And we also went to school to study English. This English that we now studied, now, I'm now wondering whether we studied for nothing. It's just like with the whole COVID incident, you are asking, say, all the things that we went to school to read, are you joking? Um, all you put taught us in school has now suddenly become nonsense. So, you have to understand the two experiences and it matters. That second one is so important because if you get born again and you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, you cannot live the authentic Christian life. You cannot. It is the Holy Spirit that helps you to live the life of God. If you don't have him, you're going to have problems living the Christian life. You're going to have problems with instability where today you want to behave like a Christian, tomorrow you are not behaving like a Christian because the Spirit of God is your teacher. He's the one that guides you, he's your counselor. He's the one that will tell you, take this step or take that step. If you don't have him to do that for you, then it becomes a problem trying to be a Christian. You're trying to please God. You're trying to do this, trying to do that. But with the Holy Spirit, it's just so easy and he fulfills his ministry in you. So the books on the Holy Spirit, seven things the Holy Spirit will do for you, seven things the Holy Spirit will do in you, and of course, the seven spirits of God. Then there's the one, the Holy Spirit and you. I think that's actually the one to begin with. It explains it all. And if you haven't received the Holy Spirit, all the guidance that you require is there for you. Thank you so much. I'll hand over to Pastor Onye for the next segment. I'll be back for the meditation segment. God bless you. Thank you, Estima, for the rest of the Friday segment. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from at the moment. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Praise God. First Corinthians 12, 13, the King James. For by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. Acts 17:28. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Galatians 3:27. For as many of you 
as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Glory, glory, glory to God. Please let's take the confession together. I'm inseparably one with Christ. For in him I live, move, and have my being. I'm the embodiment and expression of his glory and divinity. Glory, glory, glory to God. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. And we we'll start with the first Corinthians chapter 6. Praise God. We are in the message translation. And how dare you take each order to court when you think you have been wronged? Does it make any sense to go before a court that knows nothing of God's ways instead of a family of Christians? Just a second, Pastor. Yeah. Um, the font on the screen. Please, can you tap the place at the top where you have that double A? Yeah, increase it. Tap the bigger A. All right, thank you. Okay, go the ahead. coming when the world is going to stand before a jury made up of followers of Jesus. If someday you are going to rule on the world's fate, wouldn't it be a good idea to practice on some of these smaller cases? Why? Why? We are even going to judge angels. So why not these everyday affairs? As these disagreements and wrongs surface, why would you ever entrust them to the judgment of people you don't trust in any other way? I say this as bluntly as I can to wake you up to the stupidity of what you are doing. Is it possible that there isn't one level-headed person among you who can make fair decisions when disagreements and disputes come up? I don't believe it. And here you are taking each other to court before people who don't even believe in God. How can they render justice if they don't believe in the God of justice? These court cases are a black eye in your community. Wouldn't it be far better to just take it, to let yourselves be wrong and forget it? All you are doing is providing fuel for more wrong, more injustice, bringing more hurt to the people of your own spiritual family. Don't you realize that this is not the way to live? Unjust people who don't care about God will not be joining in his kingdom. Those who use and abuse each other, use and abuse sex, use and abuse the earth and everything in it, don't qualify as citizens in God's kingdom. A number of you know from experience what I'm talking about, but not so long ago we were on that list. Since then, we have been cleaned up and given a fresh start by Jesus, our Master, our Messiah, and by our God present in us, the Spirit. Just because something is technically legal doesn't mean that it's spiritually appropriate. If I went around doing whatever I thought I could get by with, I would be a slave to my whims. You know the old saying, first you eat to live, and then you live to eat. Well, it may be true that the body is only a temporary thing, but there's no excuse for stuffing your body with food or indulging it with sex, since the master honors you with a body, honoring with your body. God honored the master's body by raising it from the grave. He will treat us with the same with the same resurrection power. Until that time, remember that your bodies are created with the same dignity as the master's body. You wouldn't take the master's body off a whole, a whole house, would you? I would hope not. 
There's more to sex than mere skin to own skin. Sex is a spiritual mystery as a physical fact. As written in scripture, the two become one. Since we want to become spiritually one with the master, we must not pursue this kind of sex that avoids commitment and intimacy, leaving us more lonely than ever. The kind of sex that can never become one. There's a sense in which sexual sins are different from all others. In sexual sin, we violate the sacredness of our own bodies. These bodies that were made for God given and God needed love for becoming one with another. Or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. So let people see God in and through your body. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading and say big thank you to Sims Tanaka for the opportunity. Do have a perfect Monday, everybody. God bless you and I love you. Praise God. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for being a part of this devotion. So quickly, we'll head to the Old Testament section. So we are reading Psalms 119 from verse 1 to 112. <laughs> the longest book in the Bible. So, um, <clears throat> praise God. You are blessed when you stay on course, walking steadily on the road revealed by God. You are blessed when you follow his directions, doing, doing your best to find him. That is right. You don't, go, you don't go off on your own. You walk straight along the road he sets. You, God, prescribe the way to live. Now you expect us to leave it. Oh, that my steps might be steady, keeping to the course you set. Then I'll never have any regrets in comparing my life with your counsel. Hallelujah. I thank you for speaking straight from your heart. I learned the pattern of your righteous ways. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. Don't ever walk off and leave me. Verse 9. How can a young person live a clean life? Answers it. Says by carefully reading the map of your word, I'm single-minded in pursuit of you. Don't let me miss the road signs you have posted. I've banked your promises in the votes of my heart so I won't sin myself bankrupt. Be blessed, God. Train me in your ways of wisely. I will transfer to my lips all the counsel that comes from your mouth. I delight far more in what you tell me about living than in gathering a pile of riches. I ponder every muscle of wisdom from you. I attentively watch how you've done it. I relish everything you've told me of life. I won't forget a word of it. Verse 17. Be generous with me. And I'll live a full life. Not for a minute will I take my eyes off your road. 
open my eyes so I can see what you show me of your miracle wonders. I'm a stranger in these parts. Give me clear directions. My soul is starved and hungry, revenous, insatiable for your nourishing commands. And those who think they know so much, ignoring everything you tell them, let them have it. Don't let them mock and humiliate me. I have been careful to do just what you said. While bad neighbors maliciously gossip about me, I am absorbed in pondering your wise counsel. Yes, your sayings on life are what give me delight. I listen to them as to good neighbors. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Verse 25. I'm feeling terrible. I couldn't feel worse. Gets me on my feet again. Promised, remember? When I told my story, you responded. Train me well in your deep wisdom. Help me understand these things inside and out so I can ponder your miracle wonders. My sad life is dilapidated. A falling down barn. Build me up again by your word. Mm. Remember Acts 20 verse 32? Barricade the road that goes nowhere. Grace me with your clear revelation. I choose the true road to somewhere. I post your road signs at every call and corner. I grasp and cling to whatever you tell me. God, don't let me down. I'll run the course you lay out for me if you will just show me how. Verse 33, God, teach me lessons for living so I can stay the course. Give me insight so I can do what you tell me. My whole life, one long obedient response. Guide me down the road of your commandments. I love traveling this freeway. Give me an appetite for your words of wisdom and not for the for piling up roots. Divert my eyes from toys and trinkets invigorate me on the pilgrim way. Affirm your promises to me. Promises made to all who fear you. Deflect the harsh words of my critics. But what you say is always so good. See how hungry I am for your counsel. Preserve my life through your righteous ways. Mm. You know, um, what I've noticed from, from these scriptures is that in the Old Testament, David was appropriating these things to God. In other words, he's telling God, please affirm your promises to me. He's telling God, please um, teach me lessons for living. You know, but in the New Testament, God has given us his words. We are not going to wait for God to affirm his words to us. We are the ones to affirm it by ourselves. Because the word of God in the mouth of a Christian is God talking. Praise God. So, I'll continue. Verse 41. Let your law, God, shape my life with salvation. Exactly as you promised. Then I'll be able to stand up to mockery. Because I trusted your word. Don't ever deprive me of truth. Not ever. Your commandments are what I depend on. Oh, I'll guide, I'll guard my life. What I'll guard with my life what you have revealed to me. Guard it now. Guard it ever. And I'll stride freely through wide open spaces. 
as I look for your truth and your wisdom. And I'll tell the world what I find. I'll speak out boldly, in public, unembarrassed. I cherish your commandments. Oh, how I love them. Relishing every fragment of your counsel. And remember what you said to me, your servant. I hang on to these words for dear life. These words hold me up in bad times. Oh, yeah. Yes, your promises rejuvenate me. Oh, the haters hate me without mercy. But I don't budge. From your revelation, I watch for your ancient landmark words and know I'm on the right track. Hallelujah. When I see the wicked ignore your directions, I'm beside myself with anger. I set your instructions to music and sing them as I walk this pilgrim way. I meditate on your name all night, God. Treasuring your revelation, oh God. Still, I walk through a reign of derision because I live by your word and counsel. It's 57. Because you have satisfied me, God, I promise to do everything you say. I beg you from the bottom of my heart, smile, be gracious to me, just as you promised. When I look a long, careful look at your ways, I got my feet back on the trail you placed. I was up at once. I didn't drag my feet. I was quick to follow your orders. The wicked hemmed me in. There was no way out, but, for a, but not for a minute did I forget your plan for me. Oh, my sweet Kabaya. Not for a minute did I forget your plan for me. I get up in the middle of the night to thank you. Your decisions are so right, so true. I can't wait till morning. I'm a friend and companion of all who fear you, of those committed to living by your rage. Your love, God, fills the earth. Train me to live by your counsel. 65. Be good to your servants, God. Be as good as your word. Train me in good common sense. I'm thoroughly committed to living your way. Before I learned to answer you, I wandered all over the place. But now I'm in step with your word. You are good and the source of good. Train me in your goodness. The godless spread lies about me. But I focus my attention on what you are saying. They are bland as a bucket of lard while I dance to the tune of your revelation. My troubles turned out all for the best. They forced me to learn from your textbook. Truth from your mouth means more to me than striking its rich in a gold mine. Yes, with your very own hands, you formed me. Now, breathe your wisdom over me so I can understand you. When they see me waiting, expecting your word, those who fear you will take heart and be glad. I can see now, God, that your decisions are right. Your testing has taught me what is true and right. Oh, love me. And right now, hold me tight, just the way you promised. Now comfort me so I can leave, really leave. Your revelation is the tune I dance to. Let the fast-talking tricksters be exposed as frauds. They tried to sell me a bill of goods, but I kept my mind fixed on your counsel. Let those who fear you turn to me for evidence of your wise guidance. Hallelujah. And let me live whole and holy, soul and body, so I can always walk with my head held high. Glory to God. Verse 81. I'm homesick, longing for, longing for your salvation. I'm waiting for your word of hope. My eyes grow heavy, watching for some sign of your promise. How long must I wait for your comfort? There's smoke in my eyes. They burn and water, but I keep my steady gaze 
on the instructions you post. How long do I have to put up with all this? How long till you call my tormentors into court? The arrogant, godless try to throw me off track, ignorant as they are of God and his ways. Everything you command is a sure thing. Oh, but they harass me with lies. Help. They have pushed and pushed. They'll never let up. But I haven't relaxed my grip on your counsel. I'm so keep Oh. Oh, thank you, Lord. In your great love, revive me so I can alertly obey your every word. Verse 89. What you say goes, God, and stays as permanent as the heavens. Oh, your truth never goes out of fashion. It is as relevant as the earth when the sun comes up. Your word and truth are dependable as ever. That is what you order. You set the earth going. If your revelation hadn't delighted me so, I would have given up when the hard times came. If your revelation hadn't delighted me so, I would have given up when the hard times came. He says, but I will never forget the advice you gave me. You saved my life with those wise words. Save me. I'm all yours. I look high and low for your words of wisdom. The wicked lie in ambush to destroy me. But I'm only concerned with your plans for me, Lord. I see the limits to everything human. But the horizons can't contain your commands. Oh, how I love all you have revealed. I reverently ponder it all the day long. Your commands give me an edge on my enemies. They never become obsolete. I've never become smarter than I have even become smarter than my teachers since I've pondered and absorbed your counsel. I have become wiser than the wise old sages simply by doing what you tell me. I watch my step, avoiding the ditches and rots of evil so I can spend all my time keeping your word. I never make detours from the routes you, the routes you laid out. You gave me such good directions. Your words are so choice, so tasty. I prefer them to the best home cooking. Hey, with your instruction, I understand life. That's why I hate false propaganda. By your words, I can see where I'm going. They throw a beam of light on my dark paths. I have committed myself and I'll never turn back from leaving your righteous order. Yes, everything is everything is falling apart on me. God, put me together again with your word. Your word puts me together again with your word. So but for me, Yes, my security. Adorn me with your finest sayings, God. Teach me your holy rules. My life is as close as my own hands, but I don't forget what you have revealed. The wicked do their best to throw me off track, but I don't swerve an inch from your corpse, Manto Kabaya. I inherited your book on living. It is mine forever. What a gift and how happy it makes me. I concentrate on doing exactly what you say. I always have and I always will. Blessed be God. Blessed be God. Thank you very much, everyone. And I hand over to the affirmation team. God bless you. Praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed brother John. And we'll take the <clears throat> affirmation now. It's on the screen and you can unmute your mics, everyone. Let's go ahead. 
Oh, hallelujah. The grace of God. Praise God, praise God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka. Um, kindly be reminded that it's on the Telegram group. Over to you, esteemed Brother Prince, Brother King, sorry. Praise the Lord. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah. At this point, we'll be going into our communion segment, and our text is taken from 1 Corinthians 11 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. 
Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for the body of Jesus that was broken for us. We thank you for the life that you have given to us. We thank you, Lord, for giving yourself and putting us in a position that would never be broken again. And as we break and eat this bread, we affirm that your life is in us and our life is in you. We affirm that the Holy Spirit walks through us, leads us, sees through us, speaks through us, directs us. We affirm that we have power and we have dominion and that we rule over life circumstances and win every day. In Jesus' name, go ahead, break and eat the bread. Oh, hallelujah. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink. For the blood of Jesus Christ that was shed for us. But Thank I can't you, can you hear me. Yes, I can hear you clearly. Okay, we missed you for like 30 seconds. So you might want to take the prayer for the um, wine again. Okay. Hallelujah. Oh, we thank you, everlasting King. We thank you for the blood of Christ that was shed for us. We thank you for the rich fellowship that we have with you daily. Yes, we thank you for eternal life that we've received. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. And we declare and we speak into our week, that we go out with joy. We are led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills, they break for singing. And all the trees, they clap their hands for us. We are going to be celebrated this week in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're going to be celebrated this week. Yes, favor. Favor is directed towards each one of us. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, we have been marked for favor. We have been marked for favor and will testify this week. In the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for dominion. We're dominating every of life's circumstances. And we recognized for favor this week. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the victory that you have given to us. Go ahead now and take the cup. Oh, glory to God. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Step Makaba. And uh, it's the co-host. And I hand over to the celebration team. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Brother King. Hallelujah. 
Okay, it's the celebration segment, and today is the 21st of August 2023. If it's your birthday today, the birthday of a loved one, especially event or occasion you love for us to celebrate with you, please quickly come to the chat room and tell us about it. Also, if this is your first time and inspired by the word, we'd love to welcome you. Please come to the chat room. Let us know your full name, what state or city you're connected from, if you're connected from within Nigeria. If you're connected from outside Nigeria, please do let us know what country, hallelujah, and of course, who invited you. Glory to God. So we have the Inspired by the Word online spaces. It's been posted in the chat room. If you are not in any of the groups or channels, please do ensure to join in. Glory to God and be part of it. Glory to God. As St. Brother John says, today is the wedding is my, uh, the wedding anniversary of SM Engineer John and Sister Tammy Tokwe Modi. Glory to God. Happy wedding anniversary, esteemed Brother John. Glory, glory to God. Brother Anthony says, today is the birthday of my governor, Governor Effie. I love him so much. Happy, happy birthday to, to him. Sister Camo Speed says, today is... My brother's birthday, his name is Elvis. Happy birthday to him. Glory, glory to God. Esther Sister Jocelyn says, it's my younger sister's birthday. Her name is Elizabeth Wombo. Happy, happy birthday to her. Glory to God. Sister Dorothy says, I have a guest with me here. She's Sister Ijoma. Oh, she is welcome. And of course, Sister Dorothy invited her. Welcome. Mommy Bridget says, today is my sister's birthday and her name is Pastor Ugo Machibweze. Happy, happy birthday. Glory to God. Uh, okay. Well, Diroli says, first timer for a while. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're delighted to have you. Um, Good morning. It's my first time joining the prayer meeting and I was invited by Pera. Okay, we don't know your name and we don't know where you're connected from. Your name just shows iPhone. Um, but that Tony says, my name is Tony and Jerry. This is my first time here and I'm so happy to be here. You are welcome. Um, we don't know who invited you. Uh, glory, glory to God. Okay, we have a lot of first timers today. My first time here, I am Ifoma Colectidela Emmanuel. I am in Lagos and I attend, uh, okay, from Isolo. I was invited by Stabera. You are welcome. You are welcome. But Tony was invited by Dickiness Bosse. You are welcome. Okay, my name is Sister Mercy and I'm from. Okay, you're from Lagos. You are welcome. You are welcome. Thank you also very much. You are welcome. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for everyone celebrating their birthdays today. We thank you for every one of our first timers. Mantura Baye, Lengro Sufraktija. We thank you, Makashinda Kabaya, because they are growing in grace, they are increasing the knowledge of your word hallelujah lakoba sungredis kabaya yes liga bashataya they are growing they are increasing in the name of the lord jesus christ we thank you because your word is a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path, and they are growing like never before. We thank you for all those celebrating their birthdays. Is their is their year a new season for them where they are dominating with the word of God in every aspect and facet of their lives? Glory to God. Yes, it's from grace to grace, from glory to glory. Thank you, precious Father, for in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, I missed a couple. I am Omo. 
Omoefe joining from Lagos, invited by Elemose Juliet Asudo. You are welcome. And we have another first timer. My name is Senju, first timer invited by Marvelous. You are all welcome. You are all welcome. I think there's about six first timers. You are welcome. We're delighted to have you here. God bless you. Over to you, esteemed sister Amaka. Praise the Lord. Thank you so much, esteemed Pastor Deborah. And Brother John, you know, when you started reading the um Old Testament, Psalm 119, I wanted to ask you that, ah, Shay, it was two years ago when we were supposed to read this thing. You know, that day you were now getting married, that um, now I had to read it on your behalf. I don't know if it was Pastor Deborah that read it that day. Pastor Deborah, was it you? Do you remember? It was me. <laughs> it was you, right? <laughs> so I was going to tell Brother John that, ah, Brother John, it's today not your wedding anniversary because two years ago when we read this one, I, I was like, ah, how did Brother John escape the reading of this Psalm 119? And it was his birthday. It was his wedding that day. So happy wedding anniversary. It's such a blessing to have you and your wife, Sister Timmy Topper as a part of the family and we love you both so much we love thank you very much. Sophia too. <laughs> praise you. god all right and we have um, a large uh, number of new people who have joined us today and um, we're grateful to god for bringing you to this house you know i would say this to you there are those who come and they and they go there are those who come and stay um many of us who are here including myself, um, our lives are not the same. If you will stay on this journey, and the truth of the matter is, what I've realized is that people who genuinely are interested in growth, spiritual growth and development, and the discipline of personal development, they stay. Because it's a tough journey. <laughs> tough in the sense that it's difficult for you to be lazy if you are here. It's difficult for you to just practice any kind of Christianity if you are here. There is a demand for authentic Christianity. There is a, de there's a demand for commitment to continued personal development in all ramifications of your life. If you are that kind of person, you are in the right place and you are at the right time. If you are not that kind of person, you can also learn because that's the life we have been called to live. Like sometimes, for instance, those people in the accountability batch um, batches, when I'm um, when I'm um, taking up their matter and I'm saying you were supposed to do this, you didn't do this, I'm not usually very very nice. Um, I, I used to say something: God is good. God is not described as nice. Nice is relative. You know, nice is the is each man's interpretation of your actions. Good is constant. And if you read Proverbs, you will see how that God tells a parent that flogging a child is good so that you would drive foolishness away from his head. So sometimes being good is not being nice. I don't know if, I, I don't know if you guys get it. Um, you can be good and not appear nice. Correction sometimes is good, but it's not nice. You know, so, <clears throat> excuse me. Sorry. So um, one can appear not nice, but it is good for you. And in this house, God is good to us. And um, sometimes it, it doesn't look nice um, when there are certain matters that God is putting his foot on the ground and he's saying that we have to 
um, make adjustments. But we understand that the scriptures are not just for inspiration. They are also for correction. They are also for instruction in righteousness. And we are a people that are easily persuaded by the word of God. The name is inspired by the word. If you have joined our online space, especially the one on um, the inspired by the word telegram group, go to the group information and you will see who we are. We're a group of Christians who are, who are determined to stand strong with each other for each other till the rapture. If you join us and this is what you want, you are in the right place and you're going to have a great time. We're presently in 30 days of meditation and today is day 21. So please, for those of you who invited a friend, help us um, bring them quickly up to date. Explain to them um, the nine tax. And then, brothers and sisters, I want to introduce a tenth tax. And so from the scorecards you're going to be getting from today, you're going to be seeing 10 items. Now, there is something that you're probably already doing, but it's praying in tongues. That's prayers. Um, there's no assumption. If you are doing it already, of course, it's not a burden to have an extra tax added to the scorecard. But if you aren't, then it shows you that um, something is missing. So we're going to add it um, in the scorecard that's going to go out today. Um, praying in tongues and... Um, it's, it's, it's to ensure that you're doing the three things that you're expected to do in this month and a minimum of 15 minutes to 30 minutes, you know. Um, of course, there are those of you who pray for hours, but we're saying that at the minimum, 15 to 30 minutes, you should pray. And so we're going to introduce that as the 10th um, item, right? So for those who invited someone, please help us bring them up to date. Explain all the different items on the scorecard to them so that they can quickly, um, you know, get into the flow and begin to participate. Now, there's 179 of us, and I'm aware that many of us are connected with a friend or a family, so we're over 200 connected. We don't get up to 100 scorecards at the end of the day, and I don't know why. Post your scorecards. I don't think that those things on the scorecards are so difficult to do. So do them and post them. Reporting is very important. In the message, seven challenges to winning your fight of faith. When Pastor got to the challenge of leadership, he said leadership is responsibility and there is no responsibility without accountability. Be accountable. You say, ah, Sister Maka, I'm doing them. But you are not posting your scorecard. Post it. Post it. That's the proof that you are doing them. It's something that we're doing together. So let's 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 do it together and let's be accountable to one another. If you have noticed the last 20 days, if you check on the Inspired by the Word group, you will see my scorecard. I post my scorecards every day. None of you are going to beat me if I don't post my scorecard, but I post it. So you also be accountable and post your scorecards. That's the proof that you are doing what God said for us to do this month. Praise God. There's also Sister Lindy from South Africa, invited by Sister Makadze. Sister Lindy, it's good to have you join the family. So we have about seven um, first-timers today who are so um, excited to have you. So please join the... We have several groups that are for your benefit. We have one where we're studying the book of Proverbs in different translations. Join. We have Project a Message a Day. We listen to one message every day. And feel free to share your... your um your points um you know you don't have to share your whole notes because we all take our notes just share the striking things that inspire you 
don't share your notes with us. You can share a statement that Pastor made. Then share with us how it inspired you and what is stirred in you. Praise God. So today, Monday, batch one, you people are in charge of all the groups. We want to see here, have you inspire us. It doesn't mean that any other person cannot share. Anybody can share. But today, I'm looking out for all members of batch one. You're going to share in the book of, in the, group for proverbs you're going to share in the one for projected message a day and you're going to also share on inspired by the word especially for the book of romans and hebrews that were presently studying so i'm looking forward to all of this participation from everyone actually okay esteemed person dapandula okay person dapandula is not connected at the moment heavenly father we thank you for a, um, a new week it's monday and this week is better than all the previous weeks of this year put together we're going to experience prolific results, prolific results, explosive abundant harvest, just as we have been saying, because it is unto us according to our words. We thank you, Lord, for those who are sending their offerings to their churches at this time. Thank you, because they are, these offerings are sanctified by your Holy Spirit and acceptable unto you. Thank you, because good measure pressed down, shaking together, running over, men are giving unto our bosom. We bless your name. The day before us is blessed, filled with good things, favor from men and from angels. We return with testimonies by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. So those of you who joined us for the first time, we give offerings every day, but because this is not a church, we don't collect offerings here. So what we do is that we send the offerings to our churches, our local churches, maybe um, our PCF. I give my daily offering through um, my cell. So um, depending on what works for you, um, we honor God with our offering because he brings us his word every day. And our offering is a, is a symbol of our worship and our gratitude for the word of God that we get each day, whether it be from the devotion, whether it be from projecting message a day or reading the Bible as we read the Proverbs or the epistles. Our offering is to say thank you, Lord, for your word and to also worship him because he's God. So join us and your life would not be the same. Thank you, everyone. We'll call it a day right now. Have a beautiful week. I'll ask us to unmute our mics as we share the benediction. And the grace of Father,